Well, welcome everybody to this, the latest episode of the HR Tech Chat video podcast. And I am very happy to have with us today a very special guest, Robin Torges, who is Global Head of Payroll at IFS, uh, based a, across the pond, as we say, uh, here in New England and in England uh, and elsewhere close by. Um, and she's also a member of our Global Executive Advisory Council here at 360 Insights. Welcome, Warren. <laughs> Welcome, Robin. Brent, lovely to see you again, and thanks for having me today. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Really excited about today's topic. We're going to be talking about payroll and how payroll professionals can indeed think of themselves as a profession as opposed to a, a, a practice or, a, you know, as tacticians. Um, yeah. and, uh, and I'd love to just maybe if you could share with our audience just a little bit about, you know, what what brought you to your role that you're in today, your background, what what sort of uh, qualifies you, uh, because you are obviously qualified to speak on this topic, but just so give them a little bit of a background on you, if, if that would be possible. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think like most people, I sort of fell into payroll rather than, than choosing payroll as a career. I had started um, my career in HR as an HR assistant, sort of moved my, my way up within the HR environment. And it was one of the HR um, managers at the time who processed our current payroll at the company. She was off sick. And it was like, oh, Robin, do you mind filling in for her, helping her out? And I was like, of course. you know. And it sort of started like that. And um, I got involved that way um focused primarily on hr for a long time even while i was doing the h uh, the payroll role and it was only when we immigrated to ireland 7 years ago um obviously i wouldn't have had irish payroll uh, sorry irish hr experience so i stuck more with payroll um and that was it really just carried on on from there um I've been fortunate in the roles that I have. And currently with IFS, I'm now the global head of payroll. Mm. Um, we look after about 33 payrolls in 22 countries. So quite broad and and, and, and interesting. <laughs> um, that's a lot of countries. Um, yeah. And <laughs> we, we might get into a little bit of uh, global payroll um, uh, as we uh, talk today. Um, but that's really interesting. Do, do you think a lot of people sort of uh, sort of fall into payroll? Do you think that's what happens with a lot of folks? I, th I think as older generations certainly do. Um, I think payroll of recent has only really been acknowledged as a profession and as a career. Um, very interestingly, I was attending a seminar last week and there must have been about 30 of us in the room and the question was asked, how many of you fell into payroll? Um, and all of us, barring one person, had put our hands up. And the speaker at the time said to the lady that hadn't put her hand up, did you actively choose payroll? And she was, yes. So literally out of this whole room, we had all fallen into payroll. I think nowadays it's, you know, we're no longer just a back room function. Mm. People have realized the importance of payroll, the, you know, the value that we actually have as a function and as a department within a within an industry and within the business. Um, 
I think COVID highlighted that a lot for us. Mm. Um, you know, suddenly we, it was this invisible room with this person that just pressed a button that transferred your salary into your, you know, into your account each month. There was now this real need to know who payroll were, how did they function, how did they operate, what was needed from them in order to pay salaries, you know, while we were suddenly all stuck at home and and what was our best way of of working and how did we cope? And I think that's where it highlighted that, you know, there was more to just pressing a button and, and money suddenly appearing in your account at the end of the month. That's interesting. That's really interesting. Uh, and, you know, a, a lot of folks, um, as I tell people on the podcast, uh, most of the guests, we have conversations before the actual podcast where we talk about what we want to talk about. And we uh, we also schedule green room time uh, during uh, for the podcast um, meeting, because just like any important late night uh, talk show, uh, we have green room time for our guests as well. <laughs> but in any event, I recall from one of our past conversations, um, this idea uh, that, you know, it's it's there's a dichotomy or a, there, that's not the word, there's a dissonance that maybe we're finally leaving behind. But for yeah. a long time, where, I mean, let's face it, payroll, that's probably, you know, with few, there's some, there's some industries where the, uh, the availability of raw material is just as important, if not more. But for yeah. the most part, most industries, payroll is the most important thing for a company, you know, it's you. You have to be able to pay your people. If you don't, if you make a mistake. Yeah, you make a mistake just once, and uh, forget it. All bets are off. Uh, a lot of people are going to look for a new job and all sorts of things. And so it's really odd that for the longest time it was not, not so much an afterthought, but it's it was something that. People, it was almost like a hot potato. Oh, you have to do payroll now, or, or uh, okay, I'll do payroll or whatever. Why do you? Yeah. Think, yeah, and now we're in this new. Thank goodness we're in this new sort of paradigm where people are understanding that you need to be intentional about payroll and, and mindset. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, th it's quite interesting because I think the education around payroll and the understanding of what payroll entails has certainly changed. You know, I think it used to be just a case of um, the only time payroll was ever in focus was when something went wrong. You know, oh, I haven't been paid and suddenly there's the uproar and, you know, and then suddenly your name is known to an employee, to a manager or something because now they've had to get hold of you. It's that old sort of saying like you were not seen until there was a problem. Um and I'm sure I've mentioned this to you previously, you know, payroll is always sort of in my mind, it's, um, and now I can't think of his name, um, Alfred to Batman, you know, he's right. in the background there, but he's the one who's, you know, making sure that everything functions. And one of the, the things for me around the education piece of payroll that has recently sort of highlighted for me where the lack of understanding has come in is sort of payroll essentially is a backward function you know yeah. you people go on the middle of the month oh we just need to add this overtime or somebody's bonus was missed and you sort of say well sorry we can't do it and they go but payday is still two weeks time you know and and 
and it's not payday is your is your starting point and you have to work backwards from that so many days before payday you have to have a bank file and so many days before that that's your reports and your approvals and then so many days before that is your inputs um and I think that's been highlighted quite a, a bit now that recently has come to light that it's an actual function. It's not something that just happens. Yeah, that's that's interesting. And you're right. It's it's almost it's it is kind of seen as as something for the longest time. Oh, it just happens. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just supposed to happen. And and, and there's the, so what the, the analogy that I don't like to use is the power company your electricity nobody nobody goes uh, flips on the light switch or or makes themselves a cup of coffee with their keurig in the morning and says he calls up the power company and said hey thanks for us sending us electricity this morning it all yeah. went great <laughs> absolutely <laughs> but but the difference is um and, and when something goes wrong when you lose electricity and as uh, as you recall, we had to reschedule this a couple of times because we lost electricity over where I live yeah. and then internet and all that stuff. Um, same thing with internet, I guess. Uh, you could look at it this way: is you know everybody's calling up right away. Hey, my internet is down. My my uh, or my yeah. is down. Um, and the same thing happens with payroll. The difference is, though, with a utility company, that is the product. So they are laser focused at all. Yeah. Times. On making sure that the product is delivered without and keeping it running yeah whereas totally. yeah payroll is not the product that is directly uh relating in revenue um, uh, resulting in revenue for the for the employer if there's like an indirect correlation there indirect absolutely and you know the other thing that people sort of tend to forget about it is that payroll itself within within whatever business you're involved in Payroll is essentially to that business, a service provider, you know, so it, it seems a bit weird to say that, but essentially we are providing a service to those employees, you know, end result being their paycheck. Um, and, you know, when that goes wrong, it's not just, oh, my pay is not in my account. It links to so many other things. And, you know, and, and payroll itself is an emotive topic in the sense that somebody's not being paid, you know, um, which mm. leads to even more why it needs to be highlighted, the importance of payroll. You've got to get those inputs correct because what you're putting in is what you're going to get out at the end of the day. And, and if you're producing a bad payroll, it's because you've been you know, your inputs into payroll are not good. Mm, yeah, yeah. You mentioned that you're providing a service to employees. And I think that is a really, really important, That that's such a great point. I'm glad you made it. Um, and it occurred to me, and I, I wrote this down in the background because I'm always looking for headline ideas from, uh, from these podcasts. And you gave me a really good one in this, you know, employees are customers with a twist. <laughs> absolutely 100 percent. it's kind of like owning a ferrari when you when not exactly because you have to be uh, uber rich to own a ferrari i love my ferrari (laughs) i i love mine too it's um it's uh, right up in my hot wheels collection but anyway i was stuck on the side (laughs) (laughs) but but what i've heard about ferrari ownership is that is that you have 
sort of a commitment as a Ferrari owner that, you know, you can't do certain things with your Ferrari. You have to take it to certain places to get it fixed. Um, you're not allowed to sell it necessarily without Ferrari's permission and all these sorts of things. And so you have some commitments. There are some things you promise to do um, with uh, you promise to Ferrari that you will do. Um, yeah. Don't you get in trouble and maybe lose your Ferrari. Uh, and so it's not exact, but I was trying to think of something that's similar with the same sort of principle. Absolutely. You know, because there's certain code that you as a payroll professional that you need to maintain. I mean, obviously, the basics are honesty and and being ethical and and have integrity and the rest of it, which just goes without saying that that's what you should be doing in that environment. But I think it's more than that. I think you you know, you need to have a little bit of forward thinking. You need to have a bit of anticipation. One of the things that I've noticed with payroll that's changed immensely is just the way we process payroll. You know, it used to be very much a manual function. You almost to take it back to the old accounting, you know, the big old journal that you would have that manually things were written down and we progressed then to an Excel spreadsheet, you know, and it was gone are the days of your little brown envelope that your salary came in, you know, it was then a direct, moved over to checks and then from checks, it's gone into your direct deposits. And, you know, I mean, now your pay stub used to be this paper thing that you received for, or you signed for or something. I mean, employees are now able to log into a portal and retrieve their own pay slips. You know, there's that automation that's come into payroll now that, that wasn't there before. Previously, you were manually uploading into a payroll platform itself. Now you're uploading into platforms, you know. So it really has progressed and changed. And and along with those changes, like you're saying, there's certain responsibilities that certainly remain with that because that function itself, you that service that you're providing needs to be of a certain standard and, and certain, you know, qualities need to be maintained with it for sure. Yeah. And you can take, take the pay away from an employee that, you know, does not keep up their end of the bargain as an employee with, you know, certain, you know, with proper, you know, cadence of whatever auditable trail and all that. Yeah. But, yeah. but, but as long as that employee is, is, keeping up with their side of the bargain, um, you are in, you know, just as Ferrari has to sell, has to give them the Ferrari that they bought, you have to give them their payroll that they've earned. Um, yeah. The that they've earned. Um, you know, something you said there around the manual aspect of it that's 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 kind of falling away it's not it's not entirely solved for, but it, you know, the state of the art today is so much it's light years ahead of say 20 years ago. Um, Absolutely. 10, maybe even five years ago. And, and, and it occurred to me that that might be, you know, we're, we're entering a new age of payroll where, where, you know, we don't need those same sort of administrative um, skills or proficiencies in humans. And now we're moving into a, into an age where, sort of a professionalism or a, or a, um, a career, a career minded, um, you know, approach is, is in order for, for payroll. Absolutely. And also, yeah. And, and payroll actually is a great um, place for that career mindset now where maybe it wasn't necessarily in the past. Totally. And, you know, sort of, 
going back to you know the old school way the fact that you were sort of doing a calculation of some sort or you used a program to do something you know it was one person who sort of had control over the the whole process and and they were involved start to finish you know and now that you've certainly got this growth of it's not only having to understand payroll has changed so much in the respect of you know employees rights have changed so the legislation around various payrolls i mean currently where i'm based like i said we've got 22 payrolls in 30 odd countries that's a lot of legislation to be on top of you know so your professional in each country or who looks after each country has to be on top of it so it's not only just how do i use this computer system mm. but am i staying on top of what i need to know to process this payroll um mm. you know just in the states alone the taxes within the various um you know uh, what do you call it areas within the states that's huge you know there's just there's so so much more that needs to be applied to payroll other than going right brent earns x amount of money a month he has a car allowance and a telephone allowance and that's him sorted you know are there taxes applicable to the car allowance are there taxes applicable to the to the um, phone allowance you know all these type of things are important and 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 it certainly needs to be more of a profession versus just a job now it really what, has changed yeah what what are um what are some of the um maybe non technical or compliance related things that people can do with payroll now i know there's a lot of stuff that you can you know that for organizations that have a well sorted payroll system that you know they have they have yeah. access to to data that is uh, very valuable. What are some of the things that that a, a payroll department can do today that maybe they wouldn't have been able to do, uh, you know, uh, pragmatically or practically? Uh, in practically, the I think you know things like organizations that are now available for payroll. Um, I know there's sort of like each country will have its own island, for example, have iPass who. Mm -hmm anybody with an island and within the payroll profession can tap into to to ask for for information there's the global payroll association that again there's training available for for professionals people can literally pop an email or pick up a telephone and say hey i'm processing the us i'm not sure of whatever mm. the question is we didn't have that availability to us previously because it was literally just one person in a room processing a payroll for for a for a company um technology has certainly improved what we can access now and and it's instantaneous if i'm not sure of something i can literally google what are the taxes wherever or is benefit and kind applied to something or you know and that wasn't available previously um and i think associations and i think things like this podcast are amazing because it's just getting out a little bit more information on a subject that people wouldn't have necessarily heard of previously. Mm. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. But there's and there's certainly a glossary of terms of art or or, or jargon, yeah. if you will, um, specific to payroll that um, could probably fill many pages. <laughs> um, benefits in kind, for instance, um, that's a, that's that's one term that I heard you using. 
Um, and that data that that that's readily available now, that's that's available sort of real time, the very current data on the yeah. workforce, that's really um, that's of potentially strategic value to to executive leadership at the organization, right? Absolutely, definitely, and I think you know, even taking it down a couple of levels, employees are now more aware of what their payroll should look like and what their pay slip should look like. Uh, I mean, there's certainly very many people still that get a pay slip and it's emailed, stuck into their folder, or, you know, they don't open it, they don't read it. But a lot more people now, because of the availability of information around payroll, they were able to understand their pay slip more. They were able to understand, you know, hang on, there's a tax that's been applied or, you know, yeah. so... It's definitely beneficial for a lot more people now, you know, the employee, us as payroll professionals, the business as a whole, because I think they can understand what payroll is bringing towards the table for them as a, you know, as part of their, their setup and their structure. Um, yeah, the data is, is certainly a positive thing for us now. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you think is if, in terms of looking at payroll as a profession and sort of elevating it in the macro, like everybody sort of lifting all yeah. boats, right? What, what, what would be some key steps to take, you know, as, as a group, like the payroll, payroll people, like if they were to sort of band together and say, Hey, we want to elevate this. We want to sort of, you know, elevate it to the level of a profession sort of, um uh officially uh, this yeah that acknowledgement yeah and exactly an acknowledgement what what would be some of the steps to take do you think i think for me the fundamentals would be the understanding of what payroll does i think when you can understand what a payroll does or what a payroll professional does on a daily basis i think when we can do do education around payroll um i think that would certainly elevate it a bit more it's it's almost that a situation with those who know know and those who don't don't <laughs> and and it you know you want to sort of break that mold a little bit because there's only certain areas that people generally know about payroll um it's amazing, you know, when you're out at a social function and someone says, oh, what do you do? And you go, oh, I'm global head of payroll. Wow, that's amazing. Like, what do you do? Yeah. You know, and I think I think sometimes our titles are a little exaggerated. <laughs> um, but that in itself is just amazing. I mean, to have 30 countries yeah. that you are now looking after, whereas previously... You know, we wouldn't have had that because technology has certainly allowed us to do that. I can sit in Ireland. I'm having a conversation with you about a global system that I work with. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. So, yeah, for me, I think one of the biggest things that we can do as professionals and to get more professionals in and to make us more professional is to continue to have the, you know, the education around it. I think the various um, associations that are now starting to form. Mm -hmm also help a lot more that 
people can join and band together and you know and and just brainstorm mm-hmm. almost like the conversation we're having now how do you improve what 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 steps can we take I think that's really important. One of the biggest things that I see now that's coming out a lot around payroll is the transformation of payroll. And I think that means a lot of things to to different people. Um, But for me at the moment, how I'm seeing payroll transform is I'm seeing an automation of payroll. And and by that, I don't necessarily mean that there'll no longer be anybody involved in it or, or there won't be the the human aspect behind it but it's certainly just making life easier you know like i was saying earlier the direct pay slip there's no more paper uh, pay slips um that type of thing you're uploading rather than inputting um Mm. yeah i think for me that's that's it really yeah you know you mentioned automation um couple things. First, automation. You know, I've heard about some sort of, you know, some newfangled concepts like autonomous payroll. And I've spoken with people who, uh, like you and others who know, who frankly know more about payroll than I do, sort of the at the granular level, you know, what it takes yeah. to payroll happen. And um, because I've never processed a payroll, um, that that is a bucket list item. Um, but in any event, um, I've heard about autonomous payroll, AI and machine learning, mm. um, and, you know, and it's, it's, it's what I like to call the distant future of work. It's coming, uh, but it's not going to be right away. We're talking about maybe 10, 15, maybe 20 years. Well, I hope it's when I'm done with <laughs> you know, the idea is amazing because, you know, the real reality is that payroll sort of has the two points of your month that are just stressful. It's your inputs time and it's your payday time because inputs is when you've got this cutoff and there's this deadline and people are still trying to give you information or you've received running information. Somebody sent you the wrong file and, oh, I forgot my overtime. And, you know, it's just that that chaos that goes around and anybody in payroll will know what I'm talking about. And then it comes to the payday time and, oh, my pay's wrong. And then suddenly you back well, let's go, why, you know, you didn't receive a bonus or I didn't get that input from you or, you know, so there's there's those two sections. And the reality of the, you know, being the autonomous payroll is those two are human sections mm-hmm. of payroll. Those cannot be changed. Um, the the ideal payroll is that you have an HIRS system that has all your employee data in it and you literally press a button and that sends over a file into your payroll system. Payroll is processed, sends your pay slips out and sends your payments out. Um, there's still at the very start going to have to be some form of human inter, you know, intervention because that has to be collated somehow. Mm-hmm. So you as a new joiner within a company still have to provide me somehow with you know various documents um i'm sure majority of them could be put directly into the hrs system um but there'll always be that human initiative at the start that has to function and that human at the end that's going to have to explain to somebody you know the end of the 
But yeah, oh. it would be amazing if we did just press the button like everybody thinks we do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know exactly right. Like every, I love that. Like everybody thinks we do. <laughs> I think that, <laughs> that might that might be the quote. Um, um, <laughs> um, you know, you're right. You know, there's this term "garbage in, garbage out," right? In computing, you know, and even if we get to autonomous payroll, um, I don't know the all the. Um, you know, the subtleties of it, but I've been hearing a little bit more about it, but it still seems to me if you have the wrong information going in or, or suboptimal, yes. somehow erroneous, then you're going to have, you're going to, like you said, you'll need someone at the input stage and someone at the output stage, um, yeah. actual people. And I, and I doubt, uh, I doubt AI chatbots will uh, be, uh, will suffice for most. <laughs> not for an unhappy employee, certainly not. No. And, and, you know, um, I've lost my train of thought there. Sorry. I, I do. I just, AI would be amazing and, and having that, you know, function that ran smoothly, but it is, it totally is. Whatever you're putting in is what you're going to produce. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I, if I had a penny for every time I've lost my train of thought. Yeah. I'd have $10, which is a lot of, uh, <laughs> uh, in any event, you know, just super quick, we're, we're kind of running close to um, <clears throat> out of time, but just a little bit, you mentioned, you know, your title again, global head of payroll and, um, and you are um, at IFS, you're, you're in charge of global payroll. And yeah. um, what any kind of sort of idiosyncrasies to global payroll, that might be the understatement of the year, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anything you'd like to share with the audience around being a payroll professional and how it, would, how it applies to sort of global payroll? Yeah, I think the name in itself can be misleading. Um, it gives that sort of impression that, you know, whoever it is, not necessarily, you know, only me, nobody can know all the payrolls in the world, um, you know, and there's that perception that you should and automatically somebody would be able to come to you and, and, and ask you a question and, you know, you would have to go back to them and say, well, actually, I'm not very clued up on the US payroll. Let me ask somebody. And there's almost a, like, what? How do you not know that type of type of reaction? So I think that for me around global can be a little bit sort of, you know, confusing at times. I think it needs to be, you know, especially in, in my case, it's just that we have payrolls globally. It's certainly not me knowing all the payrolls around the globe, <laughs> which would be amazing. Um, That's a great point. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, but I, you made a great point. You know, global payroll kind of connotes or or um, gives off the impression that we're talking about one payroll that happens to be global, and that's not the case. It's just not the case. A bunch of payrolls across the globe. Maybe it should be head of payrolls across the globe or something like that. Something along those. Yeah, a little bit more sort of direct in in relation to what you do. Um, but yeah, it's certainly it's individual payrolls within our within yeah. IFS that that manage that are all around the world. I suppose is the the best way it, to describe it. Yeah, and global payroll is incredibly complex, and maybe we could have you back yeah. as a guest to talk about global payroll sometime. Um, oh, that'd be amazing. 
Yeah, I, I think we'd be remiss not to introduce the other guest, um, uh, your furry friend behind you. Oh, Badgie. Yeah. <laughs> He's quite content, lives the good laugh. <laughs> yes, he does, as most cats do. We had Clearly, one... he's not interested in payroll, though. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter with him? Uh... Yeah, focus. <laughs> uh, uh, well, you know what, Robin? It's been so wonderful to have you as a guest today on the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Brent, thank you. I've really enjoyed myself. Absolutely. Uh, thank you very much. Take care. No hassles. Cheers.